want to make a podcast spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily distribute it everywhere and even earn money all in one place for free it's called spotify for podcasters and here's how it works spotify for podcasters lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer so no matter what your setup is like you can start creating today then you can distribute your podcast to spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard video podcasts are also available on spotify and when you want to take conversations with your family to the next level, Q&As and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, I feel so supported in the creation and distribution of my show. Spotify for Podcasters hosts masterclasses, office hours, and more to help creators develop and fine-tune their skills. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to 8020 or to 8020. If you're new here, hello, my name's Lily. Thank you so much for clicking on today's episode. Super pumped to have Hannah Ashton on the show today. Hannah Ashton is a college gal, YouTuber, and entrepreneur, and she has created such an amazing product that I think each and every single one of you can benefit from, and we're going to talk all about that in the show today. We're going to talk about how she came up with the idea for the product. She walks us through the design process, and if you have any interest in either starting a business, if you have a business, if you just want an inside look into the mind of an entrepreneur and the day-to-day life of a college entrepreneur, this is the episode for you. Hannah also walks us through her goal-setting methodology and gives some really good tips and tricks of how to actually achieve your goals. This is a must-listen-to episode, and I hope you guys enjoy it. Hi, Hannah. Thank you so much for joining us today. Hey, Lily. I'm honored to be here. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, thank you. So, Go ahead and just tell the listeners a little bit about yourself. Sure. So, hey everyone, I'm Hannah Ashton. I am a 21-year-old YouTuber and entrepreneur. I am also a college student. So, I go to Belmont University in Nashville, Tennessee. I'll be a senior this year and I'm majoring in entrepreneurship um, because I found the world of YouTube really young and just like got into it, loved building a personal brand online. I love productivity and time management and so I had the idea to start a planner business, um, called the dream achieve workbook is the planner. And it kind of just went from there. And now I run my e-commerce site. I've done podcasting in the, in previous years, I've hosted in-person events for bloggers and influencers. And so there's a lot, but I just, I love what I do. And I love the online space. That's awesome. You do so much cool stuff. I've been following you for as long as I can remember. Like when you said that you started YouTube really young, you really did. I think, um, I'm not sure when I found you, but I think that it was one of your like, um, productive habits for teens or something like that. One of your like really big videos. And I was like, this girl is so cool. We're just totally on the same wavelength. I want to get connected with her. So it's just so cool that you're here today on the show. Let's go ahead and dive into your workbook. First off, I actually just, um, got one last week and I sat down like the day that I got it. And I just went through the whole first section the goal setting, the finance, um, just you have so much 
cool stuff in there. Can you just tell the listeners a little bit how you came up with the idea of the product? Yeah, for sure. Well, thank you so much. I know I saw your order come in and I was like, oh, Lily is so sweet. So supportive. <laughs> Love that. I, wanted to get, I was like, if we're, we're going to talk about the planner, I was like, I need the planner. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. Thank you. Yes. Um, I'm so glad you enjoy what's in it so far. Yeah. So the idea behind the Dream Achieve workbook, it kind of started my freshman year in college because I was at the very beginning of college. I was already running YouTube. That was my job. And I was going to this college world of school and I was using two different planners. One was for my school, just had a to-do list. I wrote down my assignments every week and the other was a time blocking schedule for every day that, um, I used to figure out, okay, I'm going to spend this many hours on schoolwork, this many hours on YouTube, this with friends and kind of just tried to lay out my day. And I thought like, why am I using two separate planners for one day? Like there has to be a better method. And so I kind of just started brainstorming. If I had a planner that I created myself, even just a a sheet, what would it look like? And it would have that to-do list every day, but also a place for you to time block. And then I kind of thought about how I love personal growth and self-development. I've always been into your morning routines and self-care and um, trying to find balance, uh, you know, the big the big question everyone has. So I thought I would love to have a book that allowed me to, yes, have that to-do list and time blocking for every day so I can plan out my day-to-day, but also encapsulate the other things in my life that I think are important, like a workout routine, maybe planning my meals, having a place for a grocery list for your routines, having a budget. Um, and so I kind of was like, do I want to create another planner? Do I want to make it, how am I going to make it different? And so that's where I kind of got the idea for a workbook because it's six months undated. So it's not like a 12 month planner you buy in January. You can buy it whenever, whenever you're ready to like start taking control of your life and your goals. And like you said, the first section of it is all about goal setting. So that's like the dream portion where you set your vision board, you lay out if you want to start a side hustle or help uh, manage your side hustles you already have, set budget, financial goals. Um, and then the achieve portion is that six month undated planner that has pages every month for self-development along with your weekly spread. Um, and I launched this in 2019. Um, it took me all of my freshman year to kind of design it, find a manufacturer, figure out website, figure out e-commerce, because up until this point, I had only done YouTube and like service-based businesses. I had done some YouTube consulting and like I said, events. So it's all like service. It's nothing a physical product <laughs> has. Um, and so I was a little nervous to start, not going to lie. Um, and it just took me a lot of months of research and figuring it out, but we launched in June, 2019 with the first version. And since then I've come out with a sticker set for it, a digital version. And then my recent launch I did in May of 2021 had um, the day-driven workbook, which is for post-grad girls and, and it's light blue. And then the student workbook, which is for high school and college students. So that's kind of a quick overview of how it got started and kind of where it's at today. But I, of course, can dive deeper into any aspect. Absolutely incredible. So when you first started, I remember watching your vlogs, you uh, posted about it, obviously, after the fact, because you didn't want to broadcast something before it was done. And I just remember thinking like, that is the coolest thing that I mean, you literally like hand drew all the little like designs and like in design, right? You designed the entire workbook from scratch. Can you just kind of roll through that process a little bit? Yeah. So obviously I was a freshman in college and I had YouTube as a job, but, um, being a full-time student and that is a part-time job, I didn't have a budget to hire graphic designers to bring on, um, people who, 
have done this before. Um, and I also just wanted to make sure like it was really done by me. It was a product for my audience that they could use. Um, and I just wanted to learn it myself. I love learning. And anytime I kind of get inspiration to start something new, I like dive into the podcasts and the books. And I find other YouTube vloggers who are doing the same thing. And I just kind of immerse myself in that product business world. And so, yeah, I started out with just a blank notebook and kind of just drew lines by hand. I'm awful at drawing, but kind of was like, okay, this is how I would want my morning routine page to be laid out. This is how I want, would want this. And then I started, uh, I can't remember what I first used to put the, gra- the designs into like a graphic design, but I was told by uh, someone that InDesign, which is an Adobe product like Photoshop, is the best place to design things like books. People use it for magazines, stuff like that, like print, paper print. Um, so I downloaded that, used my student discount for Adobe, and just started playing around, watch YouTube tutorials on how to make you know, grids, how to make tables. It was a long process. If I would have just hired someone to take my paper designs and put it into InDesign, I would have saved probably months of time. But it was just something I couldn't afford at the time. I wanted to do it all out of pocket. Like I I started the whole business. Um, I, I, people always ask me how much it took to start. I know that the inventory cost about $4,000 um, and then some other expenses on top of that. And I did all of that from my savings. I just wanted to test it out all on me, you know, not take any money from my parents or family or from a loan um, just to kind of see what would happen. So I always say I started my business instead of buying my first designer bag as it quote influencers. <laughs> so. That's like the true entrepreneurial mindset though. You know, everybody has their own little little ways that they like to spend their money. And I feel like people like you and for people like me, you know, I'd rather invest in starting a business than a designer bag, but that's just me. So how many different versions of the product did you roll through? Because you sent it to a manufacturer, is that correct? Yes. And got it printed. Can you kind of talk about that process a little bit? Sure. So I literally Google search like manufacturers near me in Nashville, Tennessee, and even set up a few meetings with some. Um, And the problem was, is they were like just large scale printing companies. They couldn't customize what I wanted. They, they, it was going to be very like a flimsy, like pamphlet type of planner, what I could get locally. And that just wasn't, wasn't what I was looking for. So again, doing more research, I found Alibaba.com where it's a lot of the products you'll see online are manufactured. Um, and so there you're able to customize it. You're obviously ordering in large quantities. I had to order at least 500 books, um, right off the bat. So it's something that's definitely an investment, but, um, I kind of sent them over my designs. They sent over samples. I got to feel the paper. I got to kind of pick the linen cover. It's a black cover. I knew I wanted to just do black with gold foil like uh, text on it because it's very clean and chic. That was another aspect of the planner I wanted. I, you know, being in YouTube young and like being in the world of business, I was going to networking events, um, to internship interviews as an 18 year old freshman. And I always would try to dress and seem a little bit more mature and older so that people would take me seriously. And so I wanted a planner that I wouldn't feel, you know, super young, um, bringing into something like an interview. I wanted something that looked more like a book that looked more professional than like a bright pink clip art planner. Um, so I knew I wanted it to be black and gold. So that was easy. And the first time they sent me a sample with the outer design, I loved it. I was like, okay, that's exactly what I want. Now I just have to design all the inside pages and figure out that aspect. Um, and then the actual printing process, uh, once you give them your final design, it takes about two months, um, for printing and shipping from overseas. And then what I also did 
which I don't do anymore, but I also thought I had to go all out. So I bought like boxes to ship the planners in. So I also designed the boxes and had to get the dimensions and got those from a different manufacturer on Alibaba. So that was like another separate experience was like the box that they were coming in. Now I've realized from customer feedback, like people just throw the boxes away, like it's just a waste. And so, and it was more money and time. So now I, I skip that and just wrap it in tissue paper and put it in a bubble mailer. But, um, that was like another aspect alongside just the workbook was what was it going to be shipped in was something you also have to think about when starting a business. So would you say that, I guess, for someone looking to start a business, what's, what's one thing that you would a piece of advice that you wish that you could go back and tell yourself, because you mentioned about the boxes, it could have been, you know, a good idea at the time. And then in hindsight, not really. So what's one piece of advice that you wish that you could go back and tell yourself? Yeah. So a lot of people don't think this is the way you should go, but it's actually what we're taught in business school is to start with an MVP. And that actually stands for minimum viable product. And it's what it is, is yes, you want to put a product out there that you're proud of. That's like a reflection of you and your brand, but you do not have to have, you know, Nordstrom level quality, Nordstrom level, um, products when you first start, because it's just not realistic for a one person entrepreneur, a small business. And so what minimum viable product means is producing your product at as low cost as possible and just getting it out there on the market. And then once you start getting it into people's hands, they're going to tell you what you need to focus on next. So if I would have not done the box and just got my planner out there, each planner maybe could have been, it could have been shipped for less. I would have been saving a lot of money. And then the customers could have tell, told me what I they wanted. And then I could have put that money I put into the box packaging into what my customers actually wanted. So it means just like getting something out there that yes, you're proud of, but that maybe isn't a hundred or a thousand percent perfect because your market is going to tell you what they need and what they want. And then that's how you're going to learn and continue to grow. And so I've taken customer feedback every step of the way, seriously, as soon as someone like DMs me, like, I love this workbook. I'm like, tell me exactly what you love and tell me if there's something you'd actually fix as well. Cause I want to know going into it. Like I said, I've now done a second version and a second launch of the workbook. And I took into consideration customer feedback. So that would be my one biggest tip for business. I love that. So what would you say is the best and I guess the highlights and lowlights of owning a business while you're still in college? Ooh. Okay. Highlights. Um, actually I'll do the low lights, I guess, first, the, the downsides time is definitely one of them. Um, you really have to be good at maybe not even time management, but just knowing how to spend your time each day doesn't have to be like perfect, but just being like, okay, I need two hours to work on my business. Where am I going to fit it in? Even if it's like 30 minutes here, 30 minutes there, 30 minutes here, or if it's two hours every morning or two hours before you go to bed, you're going to probably have to work in your business every day or almost every day, at least every weekday, if you want to set good boundaries. Um, and that's just going to be a time commitment that you have to make up front. And maybe your friends who aren't in the world, aren't going to understand. They're like, why do you need to spend an hour researching trends on TikTok? Like just go out with us tonight. And it's like, actually, it's a huge help to my business. And, you know, I have these long-term goals that I'm working towards, and it's going to take these little time commitments now to reach those end goals. Um, so yeah, time is a big one. I think another one is money. If you're doing things out of pocket, you're going to need another job to fuel your business when starting. A lot of businesses aren't even profitable till their second or third year. So you just have to take that into consideration. Um, maybe if you're, you know, have a side hustle. I did YouTube. Just be a waitress, do DoorDash or 
Uber Eats, like figure out another source of income that's going to help supplement um, that money so you can pour into your business, invest in it, and then it'll grow and make you money eventually. Um, so yeah, time and money, I think, are the the downsides. The upsides of it are one, it's so cool to be able to say that you have started your own business in college. And even if you don't want to be an entrepreneur, like post-grad, just putting that on your resume shows so much to employers. It shows um, your time management. It shows discipline. It shows, you know, maybe social media marketing. It shows e-commerce experience, fulfillment experience, like especially if you're going into anywhere in the world of business, a company is going to see that you've started your own and like, oh, she's already done all the things. So yeah, she can definitely handle this one role that we're going to hire her for. So even if you don't want to do it post-grad, it's still great to have as experience on your resume. And then also just the fulfillment of it. I get to wake up as a 21-year-old and say, I love my job and I love doing what I do. And a lot of 21-year-olds can't say that. And so being able to, to do that and start something that I'm really proud of and have something that I've created like from my brain and um, obviously with, with God's grace as well along the way, like be able to produce this. It's just, it's really cool. So yeah, that's what I would say is, is the whole picture kind of. I love that. It's absolutely incredible what you're doing. And I hope that the listeners um, definitely check out the workbook if they haven't already, because it's, it's so cool. I mean, seriously, I sat down with it and I was like, I cannot believe that someone my age designed from hand and developed this product. This is incredible. Um, well, thank so you. you. You do a lot. You have a lot on your plate. How do you balance it all? I know that that's probably a loaded question, but maybe give like your top one or two tips of how you balance it all. Yeah. So first off, my time management strategy that I have in the workbook of time blocking is like my number one, obviously. And what time blocking is, is it's where you write down an hour of your day or I left it blank. I don't fill in the hours in the workbook. So you can write in, if you want to do it every 30 minutes, you add a new task. If you want to write for just, okay, two hours, I'm doing this task. You can customize it to your own schedule. And I'm not super um, specific. It's not like I'm planning out every 30 minutes of my day. I'll usually stop planning at around four or 5 PM and just, you know, whatever happens in the evening, I take off or I do work. It doesn't matter. And I don't um, time block on weekends either, but like Monday through Friday, in the mornings, okay, I'm going to wake up at 8am every day. And this is like, I'm going to start shipping orders at nine, and then I'm going to work till 11. And then I'm going to go to the gym and take a break. And then I'm going to come back and I'm going to do this, this, and this, and really just planning out your day so that you know what you have to do. You can do it the night before as well. I find the days that I'm not productive are the days that I haven't planned the days that I haven't um, kind of written down what I need to do. I know some people get overwhelmed by a to-do list. I get really motivated by a to-do list. I'm like, okay, I have to hop on this. Like I need to do this. Um, But I also find that giving yourself grace and not letting your to-do list control your life is important as well. So I know that's like double-sided, but it's really just, you have to personally find like, this is how much I can fit in a day and feel productive, but still not feel burnt out by the end of the week. And that's just going to take some time to figure out. Um, so yeah, time blocking and giving yourself grace would be one of my top tips. Um, and secondly, for feeling balanced, I think, um, you need to take time where you're not working and figuring out what that looks like for you. Again, going back to burnout, it's so easy to do, especially as an entrepreneur, because I'm sure as you know, you can be working and still you'll never be done. There's always something you can do. There's always another post, another content, never, Um, yeah, yeah. 
never, it's never ending. And people, I don't think understand that until they're in it. Like you can never be done with work. So finding ways that you like to unplug for me, it's like hanging out with my family or my boyfriend. Like they're not in the, like the social media escape. So when I'm with them, I try not to be on my phone. I love watching movies, uh, being in the summer and being at home. I love being outside, like swimming, hiking, just times when I'm literally not holding my phone. I love because I'm on it during the work week. So figure out what that is for you. Like what actually gets you off your phone and put it into every week, whether it's one day a week, whether it's on the weekends, whatever works best for your schedule, but you have to find a way to avoid that burnout. And that's how you're going to feel more balanced, if you will. Um, and then I also like to put in little times in my day to help me with the burnout. So like working out, um, and listening to music and not listening to a podcast. that's like business specific. That's going to help me get out of that mindset for a little bit, making dinner with my mom and like just cooking and chatting. That's going to get me out of that mindset. And so it's putting, you know, once a week, a day or a big event, that's going to keep you doing something you love. That's not work related, but also little increments in your everyday having that morning and night routine is also great at doing that as well. So I know that's a lot, but no one ever achieves balance. It's all just a work in progress. Everyone's trying to figure it out. So you really just have to do what feels good for you. I think you really hit the nail on the head with that one because there's this like false narrative that we always have to be busy in order to like balance it all and, and in order to be productive. But I think something really cool that you do with the workbook and obviously in your own life as well is making sure that, um, you know, I mean, your, your clientele that gets the workbook, your customers, they can see like their morning and their night routine and their workout routine. And obviously that, you know, shows in your own life as well, that balance is not just necessarily working on your business or doing school 24 seven. It's truly being able to be productive, even if that means laying on the couch for like an hour and resetting, you know, I'm trying to show that more in my life too, like in my vlogs and on my Instagram, because obviously people follow me for like the motivation, the productivity. So whenever I'm in that work mode, like that's when I'm like, Oh, let me post that I'm doing this and this, but I'm trying to show, especially now in the summer that a lot of my days, especially my evenings and weekends, um, I'm not I'm not working. I'm unplugging as much as I can. Like, I'm just, I try to show my stories now. Like, oh, me and my boyfriend just went to cook out. And like last night he was fishing at our pond and I didn't even bring my phone down. Like I left my phone at the house and was just sitting there and like chatting with him, watching him fish. Like there's so many moments of my life and influencers that you follow that are unplugged. They're not showing. And you just have to remember that they're hopefully not constantly working. So you don't have to either. Totally agree. And I think I mean, I get DMs all the time that are like, how do I always be productive? How do I stay busy? And how do I not get burned out? And it's like, well, you only see maybe like a 10 minute vlog. You don't see the rest of my, you know, 23 hours and 50 minutes of my day where I'm not necessarily busy all the time. So there's like this, I don't know. It's like social media is just such a weird, weird dynamic. (laughs) It's and there's true. no way to solve it. No way to solve it other than knowing that truly. I mean, you and I are never productive 24/7. There's no possible way. Yeah, there and then if there if you are like you're hitting burnout right after. So, you have Exactly. To exactly. So, you are a very goal-oriented person, um as we can all probably tell, which is absolutely incredible and I think a lot of people listening probably have big ideas. I mean, I've had so many business ideas. Maybe they were 
not very good ideas, but I've definitely had business ideas that I think if, you know, I had the guts or the drive to follow through with it, it could have been something. And you obviously did that with this workbook. You do it with your YouTube channel. I know that you had a podcast for a while and you have a lot going on. And also we'll talk about in a second, your future endeavors, which I watched your, I think it's your newest video, which I'm super excited about. I'll let you announce that. But um, how do you essentially plan out these action steps and follow through with your goals? Because it's a very simple process yet complex process if you really think about it. So let's dive into your methodology. Yes. I think a lot of people obviously think about goal setting and resolutions at the start of the new year, and then they get really overwhelmed and they don't touch them again for a year. And they come back at the new year and they're like, I did not get anywhere. I did not start that business that I wanted to. I didn't you know, go to the gym as often, didn't drink all that water. And it's just like, it's because you're overwhelming yourself with all the things that you want to do. And so what I say to people who are new to goal setting or just maybe haven't felt like they've achieved a goal in a while is to literally start with one thing. What is the one thing on your list that if you achieve this in by, let's say now in 2022, or you achieve it in three months by the end of summer, whatever it is, like, what is the one thing that you will feel amazing about? Um, and it's obviously going to be different for everyone. So choose that one thing. And then for me, my freshman year, it was launching this workbook. And so I wasn't my healthiest freshman year. Let me just say, like, I was not in the gym as much as I wanted. I was not eating as healthy as I wanted because my one big goal was to start this business. And that's just like the give and take I had to have. But now that my business is running and I'm not having to do so much, now I can focus more on my health and like, be in the gym as much as I want and have that balance um, kind of again. So it's going to have some give and take whenever you're achieving a big goal. But I always say, write down your big goal, write down your why, like why is, what's going to keep you going when on the days you're not feeling motivated. And then this is what I like to do. It's, it's a lot at the beginning, but I promise you that as you keep going, it's going to make it so much easier. So do your research and figure out what are all the little steps I need to achieve this goal? Like what is the little things for starting a business? It's not just, um, send designs to manufacture. Like you're going to break that down even more to like research manufacturers, message manufacturers, select manufacturer, um, start designs, have design approvals by friends and family, send designs, like break it down into 30 minute tasks. And then what you're going to do is you're going to find a way to put 30 minutes to an hour, however long you want in your everyday, just to working towards that goal. So whether it's in the morning when you're having your coffee, whether it's at night before you do your skincare, whether it's on your lunch break, whether it's in between classes, every single day of the work week, you are going to find a way to put at least 30 minutes um, towards achieving this goal. And that's when you can look at that list. You're going to sit down tomorrow, the next day and be like, okay, I have 30 minutes. What am I going to do? And that's when you're going to look at that list of all the little tasks you wrote down and just start checking them off one by one. And it's a slow process, but once you start seeing those little tasks and you start seeing progress begin, it's going to be really motivating. And obviously there's going to be days that you don't feel like adding it in and maybe you don't, and that's okay, but you just have to get back up and build that discipline. It's a great discipline building exercise of showing up for yourself, for your goal, just one goal. You know, it's not overwhelming. It's just one thing and just showing up for 30 minutes and fitting that into your day. So I think that's an, 
an achievable way to, to reach those goals. That's not going to be like, you have to spend three hours every day working in your business. Um, and it's just like 30 minutes, just commit 30 minutes and you know exactly what you need to do next and set little timelines for yourself, but don't overwhelm yourself by having this huge, like end due date that you're worried about, because especially with things like starting a business, there's so many, there's so much that came up that wrecked my timeline and pushed things back. And, oh, I could get overwhelmed by this and this, but it's like, don't give yourself a huge timeline at the end. Just take it step by step. So that would be kind of my, my whole goal strategy broken down fairly quickly. I love how you use the word commit to 30 minutes or commit to an hour, because a lot of people think that, oh, I'm super motivated today. I'm going to start my business today. And say they sit down and work on a project for like four hours straight and then tomorrow rolls around and they just can't pick up where they left off because it was just too much. But if you commit to said task for 30 minutes, it's like a non-negotiable. You're committed to it because motivation's kind of fleeting. You know, mm-hmm. you're just like, I'm motivated today. I'm not motivated tomorrow. And, uh, you know, but staying committed, I think is a really big portion of, of goal setting methodology. So thank you so much for sharing that. Of course. I think motivation is hard. I always get asked like, how do you stay motivated? And yes, I love YouTube. I love books. I love podcasts. I love Pinterest to kind of get me inspired. But most of the days I'm working and I'm not motivated. Like you do not have to be motivated to put in the work, whether it applies to anything like building a business, going to the gym. Like you can ask anyone who's an expert in their field. Probably most days they aren't like, oh my gosh, I'm so motivated. Like I'm going to go have a Pinterest worthy meal. And then I'm going to go to the gym. Like we're just doing the work because we've built up that discipline in that area. Um, so that's just something that again, is going to take time of com- like you said, committing and showing up for yourself every day. Um, but you don't have to have that inspiration and motivation every day. We're not, we're not going to, but you still have to show up. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Just showing up for yourself, showing up for your goals because you're committed to it rather mm-hmm. than being, oh, I'm inspired. Yeah. <laughs> like the whole like TikTok trend, it's like become that girl. And it's like, well, you don't have to become that girl, but you could just become, I don't know, just do things every day that that make you feel good, you know? Yeah. The better version of yourself, girl, the girl that you want to be. <laughs> exactly. You don't have to be that girl that everybody else wants to be, like just be the best version of you. Right. That's, that's, what's going to make you so unique. So we talked a little bit about goals. What is next for you? What are some of your goals in the near future, far future, six months, year, five years, whatever, whatever you feel like sharing. So I'm kind of going along this goal setting strategy right now for myself in a totally new field. So I'm nervous. I'm kind of apprehensive, just like some of you listeners may be about starting something new. I decided um, this year that I'm going to go into real estate, which is, I know the video you're probably referencing. So exciting. So exciting. Yeah. It's kind of, it's not super random. My dad, he's an entrepreneur. He's a, he builds um, homes in my hometown of Knoxville, Tennessee. And so he's in construction and he's always said like, Hannah, I could see you in real estate. And it's amazing that I have him as an option, you know, to just start by selling the homes that he builds here um, in my hometown. And so I'm currently working through, you know, getting my real estate license. That's my goal for the summer. And I have a checklist on my whiteboard next to me of like, okay, this section, this section, this section, I check it off when I complete it. Um, and I, I go into in that YouTube video into more detail of the whole process of becoming a realtor. So if you are interested, you can watch that. 
but, um, that's kind of my goal for, for once I graduate, cause I do graduate in May of 2022 and I want to be able to still do YouTube and my business full time. But also I I've always, I've said this since high school. I do not want to be a full-time influencer. I don't want to be a full-time YouTuber. That's kind of why I started this business, um, on the side is I want to be like a businesswoman who is also sharing her life on YouTube. Um, and real estate is very similar to business where you're independent, you aren't getting, getting paid anything but commission. So it's like based on how hard you work. Um, and it's a way that I can kind of have a job once I graduate, um, but also have the ability to still work on my business and I can take on as much as many listings, as many buyers um, in real estate as I want. Um, I can lean more into my business. I can lean more into real estate, whatever I decide to do in May. But it's kind of just like setting myself up for that success once I graduate. So I'm not having that senior stress of like, oh my goodness, what am I going to do? And we'll see where my business and YouTube take me this year. Um, But that's kind of like one year out by next summer. What do I want to do? My goals and ideas change so often that it's hard for me to make like five-year plans because I mean, five years ago, I didn't even think I would have a planner business. So you just never know. I always want to just try new stuff and kind of see what happens. So I like to plan usually like a year in advance and then see where we go from there. Just some little things that are going to be happening this year in my business. I want to have another product that's more, uh, that's not a planner, but it's still like a stationary product. So that will maybe be happening this year. And I also want to get into more like wholesale boutiques. So not just selling on my website, but actually having my products in boutiques. I have some set up to be in Nashville and I'm just going to continue to try to get them in stores so people can discover them and my brand through in-person shopping. So yeah, that's a little bit about what I have on the horizon. That's incredible. What would you say to someone who is about to be a senior in college and who is not really feeling like they want to go the nine to five route? Because obviously you're not going the nine to five route. And I think a lot of people think that that's the typical template, you know, go into the corporate world, nine to five. What would you say to someone who's feeling kind of apprehensive to go that route? I think um, it's definitely not for everyone and don't feel like you're wasting your degree because you're not going that route. I've had times I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm in a degree for entrepreneurship. I already have a business. Like, what am I doing? Like I've thought about dropping out at the end of sophomore year, at the end of freshman year, like I've had those thoughts, but I'm proud of myself that I'm going to continue this out. Just so be proud of yourself. Number one is like that you got that degree that just shows a lot of hard work and commitment. And then now figure out and take some time this year to learn about what you're actually passionate about, not what you feel like you have to be passionate about. I know online there's a big push for like female entrepreneurship. And like you said, like being that girl. And if that, if you have no interest in it, that is not what you have to like not go into a nine to five for. There's so many other creative jobs, um, trade jobs, like whatever it may be, you do not have to be interested in what kind of the media or social media is telling you to be passionate about. So take classes. Like my biggest tip is to shadow people that you may be interested in their career. Um, I'm shadowing some family friends that are realtors because I'm like, I just want to see what your day is like to see if this is actually something I want to do. So message, use your network of family, friends, you know, reach out to people on social media to kind of just get an idea of what they're doing. And then literally ask them like, how did you get from my age to where you are today? And like, take notes, like see if this is something you'd want to do. And kind of once you figure out like, okay, maybe I want to go into this career. Maybe I want to start a band, maybe I want to start real estate, like whatever you decide to do, 
pour your heart into it, do the research, like put in the work, um, and just start, start during your senior year. I think, cause you'll feel a lot better than like graduating being like, okay, now I'm going to start working towards this non-traditional career path. Like start your senior year and you'll be feeling a lot better. And maybe you'll find that you love it. Maybe you'll find that you don't like it. And then you can just go on to something else. You do not have to have your life figured out by the time you graduate. Like definitely not. <laughs> so that would be my biggest little message to senior girls or guys like myself. <laughs> That's perfect, Hannah. Thank you so much for sharing. Do you have any last words of wisdom? Because you're very wise beyond your years, I would say. Um, Do you have any last words of wisdom for any college students who are feeling like they want to go down the entrepreneurial route, want to take, I guess, the road less traveled? Um, Any last words for those people? Yeah, I would say you're not alone. Freshman year, I felt very alone. Like none of my friends were doing this. Um, I felt like I was the only person in the world who wanted to do something different. But a few searches on social media, on YouTube, like you will find you're not alone. There are people your age out there doing exactly what you want to do. And I think that's obviously social media has a lot of downsides, but that is an upside is we now thankfully are getting the representation that, you know, can help us see there's a path there. Like I'm so thankful for the millennial and Gen X Latina entrepreneurs that are killing the game that I can like look up to and be like, okay, I can get there one day as well. So now that we kind of are getting that representation, like find them, follow them, um, watch their Instagram stories every day. If that's going to kind of give you that little push, like, Find those people, reach out to them, make connections, and just know that you are not alone. There's there's so many resources out there for us, and all you have to do is like connect and get plugged in. Like, DM me, reach out to me. Like, let's chat. Like, don't go into this entrepreneurial world by yourself because it can get very lonely. You have no one to talk to your ideas about. Like, you are making all the decisions yourself. It can get very lonely, so you have to make sure you have those connections, whether online or in person. Kind of build yourself a little community to support you and support them in return. So that would be, yeah, my biggest advice, and just know that it's all worth it in the end. So, where can the listeners connect with you? So, I'm on Instagram at Miss Hannah Ashton. That's M I S S Hannah A S H T O N. And that's also my TikTok. And then YouTube is just Hannah Ashton. And then I have accounts for the Dream Achieve Workbook too. So, at Dream Achieve Workbook on TikTok and Instagram as well. And my DMs are always open too. So, come on over. And I will link all of those um, in the show notes for you guys. So, definitely be sure to check out Hannah's accounts, connect with her, check out the workbook, her website. It all is absolutely incredible. Thank you for listening to this episode of 8020. If you enjoyed it, please let me know by dropping a rate and a review. This helps more people just like you find and listen to the show. Don't forget to follow me, Lily, on Instagram. My username is at LilyRako, that's L-I-L-Y-R-A-K-O-W, and follow the podcast Instagram page as well, which is 8020pod, that's 8020pod on Instagram. New episodes of 8020 go live every Monday and Thursday, or subscribe to stay up to date with the latest.